Section 25 of The House of the White Shadows. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The House of the White Shadows by B. L. Fargin. Section 25. Book 4, Chapter 17. Chapter 17. Fritz the Fool relates a strange dream to Pierre Lamont. Half a dozen times in the course of the day, Pierre Lamont had sent in search of Fritz the Fool, and it was not till the afternoon that Fritz made his appearance. "'You should have come earlier, Fool,' said Pierre Lamont with a frown. "'I was better engaged,' said Fritz coolly. "'You fired me with those love verses last night, and I have been studying what to say to my peach.' the pretty dionetta rehearse then i am dull ah i have much to tell you i am thinking of saying to the peach dionetta place your hand in mine and we will both save pierre lamont he will give us a home he will pay us liberally and when he dies he will not leave us unprovided for and if the peach should laugh in your face I would reason with it. I would say, Look you now, you cannot be always ripe, and you cannot be always mellow and luscious. Do not waste the precious sunshine of life, but give yourself to a clever fool, who cares quite as much for your fair face and beautiful skin as he does for the diamond baubles in your ears. Diamond earrings, Fritz, are you dreaming? not at this moment though i had a dream last night after i left you which i may tell you if i don't repent of it before i disclose it yes master lamont diamond earrings as i'm a living fool diamonds of value see master lamont i don't want this peach to be gathered yet it is well placed it is in favor it is making itself in some way useful, not to finer, but to richer fruit. Heaven only knows what may be rained upon it, when the very first summer shower brings a diamond finger ring, and the second a pair of diamond earrings. A diamond brooch, perhaps, money for certain, if it will take a fool's advice. And, of course, it will do that, if— seeing that the fool is a proper fool the peach says kindly i am yours that is the way of it is it not master lamont i am waiting to hear more fritz said pierre lamont with a full enjoyment of fritz's loquacity behind the summer-house master lamont lies a lovely lake clear as crystal in parts where it is not covered with fairy lilies I am as good as a pair of eyes to you to tell you of these beauties. The water is white and shining, and at one part there is a mass of willows bending over. Then there is a break, clear of the shadow of branch and leaf. Then there is another mass of willows. From a distance you would think that there was no break in the foliage. You have to go close to it to make the discovery 
and once you are there you are completely hidden from sight. Not more than two hours ago I was passing this spot at the back of the willows when I heard a voice, a girl's voice, Master Lamont, saying quite softly, Oh, how lovely, how beautiful, how beautiful! It was Dionetta's voice. I should know it among a thousand. Through the willows I crept with the foot of a cat till I came to the break, and there was Dionetta herself, bending over the water and sighing, Oh, how lovely, how beautiful! She could not see me, for her back was towards me, and I took care she did not hear me. She was shaking her pretty head over the water, and I shouldn't deserve to be called a fool if I had not felt curious to see what it was in the lake that was so lovely and beautiful. Perhaps it was her own face she was admiring. Well, she had a perfect right, and I was ready to join in the chorus. I crept up to her as still as a mouse, and looked over her shoulder. She gave a great scream when she saw my face in the lake, and I caught hold of her to prevent her from falling in. Then I saw what almost took away my breath. In her ears there flashed a pair of diamond earrings, the like of which I never in my life beheld in our village. Her face got as red as a sunset as I gazed at her. "'How you frightened me, Fritz,' she said. I set the earrings swinging with my fingers and said, "'Where did you get these wonderful things from?' She answered me pat. "'My lady gave them to me.' "'They are yours, then?' I asked. "'Yes, Fritz,' she said. "'They are mine, and I came here to see how I look in them. They are so grand that I am ashamed to put them on unless I am alone.' Don't tell anybody, will you, Fritz? If Grandmother knew I had them, she would take them from me. She would never, never let me wear them. Don't tell anybody. Why, of course I said I would not, and then I asked why my lady gave them to her, and she said it was because my lady loved her. So, so, thought I, as I left my peach, I would like to have given her just one kiss, but I did not dare to try. So, so my lady gives her maid a pair of diamond earrings that are as suitable to her as a crown of gold to an ass's head. There is something more common between lady and maid. What is it, Master Lamont? What is it? A secret, fool, which if you get your peach to tell, will be worth much to you. And as you and I are going to keep our own counsel, learn from me that this secret has but one of two kernels, love or jealousy. Set your wits at work, Fritz, set your wits at work, and keep your eyes open. I may help you to your peach, fool. And now, about that dream of yours. Were you asleep or awake at the time? Fritz stepped cautiously to the door, opened it, looked along the passage, closed the door, and came close to the bedside. "'Master Lamont,' he said, 
what i dreamed is something so strange that it will take a great deal of thinking over do you know why i tell you things i might guess wrong fritz save me the trouble you have never been but one way with me you have never given me a hard word you have never given me a blow when i was a boy twenty years ago and more master lamont you were the only man who spoke kind words to me who used to pat my head and pity me for if you remember master lamont i was nothing but a castaway living on charity and everybody but you made me feel it cuffed by this one and that one kicked and laughed at but never by you even a fool can bear these things in mind well well fritz go on with your dream you are making me hungry it came nearly two hours after midnight at that time i was in the grounds all was dark there was nobody about but me until the advocate came then i slipped aside and watched him he walked up and down like a machine it was not as if a man was walking but a figure of steel it was enough to drive me crazy it was so like clockwork twice he almost discovered me he looked about him he searched the grounds still with the same measured step he called aloud and asked if anybody was near then he went into the house and into the study i knew he was there by the shifting of the lights in the room being alone with the shadows your love verses came into my mind and you may believe me master lamont i made my way to the window of the room in which dionetta sleeps and stood there looking up at it i should have been right down ashamed of myself if i hadn't been dreaming is it the way of lovers master lamont faster than bees to flowers they wing their way that is how the line runs is it not well there stood i a bee dreaming in the dark night before the window of my lover an invisible flower unfortunately but thoughts are free you can't put chains on them so there stood i for how many minutes i cannot say imagining my flower now if i had known that her pretty head was lying on the pillow with great diamond earrings in her ears for that is a certainty i might not perhaps have been able to tear myself away luckily for my dream that knowledge had still to come to me so i wandered off and found myself once more staring at the lights in the advocate's study windows now what made me step quite close to them and put my eye to a pane which the curtains did not quite cover i could see clear into the room imagine my surprise master lamont when i discovered that the advocate was not alone master lamont you know every man in the village but i would give you a thousand guesses and you would not hit upon the name of the advocate's friend from where i stood i could not hear a word that was said but i saw everything 
I saw the advocate go to a cupboard and give this man liquor. He poured it out for him himself. Then they talked. Then the advocate brought forward a silver basket of biscuits, and the man ate some and stuffed some into his pockets. They were on the very best of terms with each other. The advocate gave his friend some money, pieces of gold, Master Lamont. I saw them glitter. The man counted them, and by his action asked for more. And more was given. The advocate emptied his purse into the man's hand. Then, after further conversations, the man turned to leave the room. It was time for me to scuttle from my peephole. Presently, the man was in the grounds, stepping almost as softly as I stepped after him. For I was not going to lose him, Master Lamont. My curiosity was wedded to that degree that it would have taken a great deal to prevent me from following this friend of the advocate's. How will he get out? thought I. The gates are locked. He will hardly venture to scale them. Two or three times he stopped and looked behind him. He did not see me. He arrived at the wall which stretches at the back. He climbed the wall. So did I, in another and an easier part. He dropped down with a thud and a groan. I let myself to the ground without disturbing a leaf. Presently he picked himself up and walked off, with more haste than before. I followed him. He stopped, I stopped. He walked on again, and so did I. Again he stopped and cried aloud, I hear you follow me. Is not one killing enough for you? and then he gave a scream so awful that the hair rose on my head. "'She is here!' he screamed. "'She is here and is driving me to madness!' With that he took to his heels and tore through field and forest really like a madman. I could not keep up with him, and after an hour's running I completely lost sight of him. There was nothing for me to do but to get back to the villa. I returned the way I came, I had plenty to think about on the road, and I was once more before the windows of the advocate's study. The lights were still there. The advocate, I believe, can live without sleep. I peeped through the window, and there he was, sitting at his table, reading, with an expression of power in his face, which might well make any man tremble who dared to oppose him. That is the end of my dream, Master Lamont. "'But the man, Fritz, the man!' exclaimed Pierre Lamont. "'I am still in ignorance as to who this strange nocturnal visitor can be.' "'There lies the pith of my dream. If I were to tell you that this man who makes his way secretly into the grounds in the darkness of the night, who is closeted with the advocate for an hour at least, who is treated to wine and cake, who is presented with money and grumblingly asks for more, and gets it, if I were to tell you that this man is Gautran, 
who was tried for the murder of madeline the flower girl and who was set free by the advocate what would you say master lamont i should say replied pierre lamont with some difficulty controlling his excitement that you were mad fool fritz nevertheless said fritz with great composure it is so i have related my dream as it occurred the man was gautran and no other can you explain that to me in one word no said pierre lamont gazing sharply at fritz you are not fooling me fritz if it were my last word it would make no difference i have told you the truth you know gautran's face well i was in the court every day of the trial and there is no chance of my being mistaken see here master lamont i can do many things that would surprise people i can draw faces give me a pencil and some paper with a few rapid strokes he produced the very image of pierre lamont sitting up in bed with thin cadaverous face with high forehead and large nose even the glitter of the old lawyer's eyes was depicted pierre lamont examined the portrait with admiration i am proud of you fritz he said you have the true artist's touch fritz was busy with the pencil again who may this be he asked holding another sketch before pierre lamont the advocate to the life fritz to the life this is also to the life said fritz producing a third portrait this is gautran it is all i can draw master lamont human faces i could do it when i was a boy there is murder in gautran's face there was murder in the words i heard him speak as i followed him is not one killing enough for you there is only one meaning to such words i leave you to puzzle it all out master lamont you have a wise head i am a fool mother denise may be right after all when she said not knowing i was within hearing that it was an evil day when my lady the advocate's wife set foot in the grounds of the house of white shadows but it is no business of mine only i must look after my peach or it may suddenly be spirited away on a broomstick unholy work master lamont unholy work what do you say to letting father capel into the mystery not for worlds cried pierre lamont priests in such matters are the rarest bunglers no the secret is ours yours and mine you shall be well paid for your share in it without my permission you will not speak of it do you hear me fritz i hear you and will obey you good lad ah what would i give if i had the use of my limbs but you shall be my limbs and my eyes my second self help me to dress fritz quick quick 
master lamont said fritz with a sly laugh be careful of your precious self you are ill you know very very ill you must keep your bed i cannot run the risk of losing so good a master i have a dozen years of life in me yet fool this dried-up old skin these withered limbs this lack of fat are my protection if i were a stout fine man i might go off at any moment as it is i may live to a hundred old enough to see your grandchildren fritz but yes 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 i am indeed very ill and weak let everybody know it so weak and ill that it is not possible for me to leave this hospitable house for many many days the medicine i require is the fresh air of the gardens with my own eyes i must see what i can of the comedy that is being played under our very noses i also had dreams last night fritz rare dreams ah what a comedy what a comedy but there are tragic veins in it fool which make it all the more human end of book 4 end of section 25